Hey Nacho. Hey Sophie D. Ooh. Gong Hey Fat Choi. Gong Hey Fat Choi. <laughs> wow. I didn't know she spoke Chinese. I did know that. That's all I know. You know more Chinese than I do. <laughs> I just know that. Hi, how are you? And did you eat? <laughs> wow, that's a little more than I do. That's all I As got. far as like conversational. I know like food names and and um, how to say like, oh, so tasty. Oh, like that kind of I feel thing. like that's what you really need though. That's all I need. I don't yeah. know how to ask for a bathroom though. Which is oh, also very that's, important. That's important. Yeah. <laughs> and um, Joe Sun, that means good morning. Oh. So I say that to my parents every day. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. yeah. I learned that because my grandma was staying with us one for like a week. And I like, I, I can't talk to her. She can't talk to me. So then every morning we would just like stare and be like, huh. <laughs> you know, like awkward smile. And then I was like, mom, how do I say good morning? <laughs> so then she said that. And then so every morning I'd like shout that at her because she's also kind of hard of hearing. Aww. So I just wake up and go, Joseon! And then I think one day I scared her. It's so aggressive. Yeah. Coming out at 100 in uh-huh. the morning. That's me. Me and my grandmas. <laughs> I just love you so much. Yeah. Talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> but we said Gong Hei Fa Choi because it's Chinese New Year week. Yes. Well, it's on Friday, Saturday. It's on Saturday. But in Chinese culture, you always celebrate before or on the day of. So we didn't want to post it on the following Monday because even though technically it's during the Chinese New Year week I just figured better safe than sorry yeah I don't need the spirits to come and haunt me for being late you know (laughs) I get it (laughs) so yeah anyway are you excited I'm so excited what's the animal it's the year of the rat and that's my mom's year it's the first animal in the the 12 animal zodiac and there's a whole story that I need to read again about it's called I think the cat and the rat or something along those lines. And it's a story about how the Zodiac animals got their place. So way back in the day, there was a race and all the animals were racing. And this is what I remember. (laughs) (laughs) And then at some point, the cat was winning in the lead. And then they all had to cross a river and the cat was being very sneaky and cunning and stuff. And then for some reason, the cat lost because it was cheating or something. And then the rat ended up winning. Nice. So I need to reread that story. (laughs) Because you know what else was really cute is that my mom, during elementary school, every year she would come in during Chinese New Year and read that book to our class. And we were never in the same class. So you never got to experience that book, did you? No, Hmm. definitely not. Tough. (laughs) (laughs) So she would read that book to the class and then we would do these, um, we would like cut out Chinese dragons and then we would color them and then have a little parade. It was so cute. That is so cute. Yeah. My mom did that for us. And then we stopped having like parent presentations because middle school happened. (laughs) And then that's when we started having the same classes. Yeah. Yeah. So you you miss that entire era. Ah. Uh, do you think she'd read it to me if I asked? <laughs> I actually really want her. I want to get her a recording of it, and then I want to like animate it. Oh, that'd be cute. I yeah, think she'd that like would take that. So long. <laughs> You'll have it ready by next Chinese year. Maybe in like two. <laughs> Possibly three. The next rat year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, twelve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're doing a Chinese New Year movie. Yeah. Well, a Chinese themed movie. Yeah. It's Enter the Dragon. 1973. I've never seen, even though my dad loves his Bruce Lee movies, I don't know why we've never seen them. Wow, your dad's slacking. He just chose not to show us, I think. Wow. He's like, wow, these kids aren't worth it. (laughs) (laughs) So what did you know about this movie? Bruce Lee, and that's it. That's all I knew, too. But then while I was watching the movie, at certain points, 
I thought to myself, maybe I have seen this. Oh, really? Because certain things looked very familiar. Mm. The one really buff guy looked familiar. Oh, that dude, yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> maybe. Maybe you've seen it. Maybe. So I the mean, synopsis yes. is Bruce Lee plays a martial arts expert determined to help capture the narcotics dealer whose gang was responsible for the death of his sister. Lee enters a kung fu competition in an attempt to fight his way to the dealer's headquarters to help with some friends. Oh, with the help of some friends. <laughs> but he also wants to help some friends, too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He makes some friends along the way. <laughs> you know, this synopsis is leaving out a major part of it is that the, the guy is not only a narcotics dealer, but a human trafficker. Yeah. I was not expecting that at all from this movie. Me neither. I was like, this is a bad dude. Yeah. (laughs) Some heavy stuff. Yeah. So how does the movie open? So we open up to men surrounding a fighting square. Mm -hmm. And we get a dramatic zoom in on Lee, who's one of the fighters. Love all these zoom ins. Yeah. I had to text you and ask what his character name was because all my notes said Bruce Lee. Which you weren't wrong. I technically wasn't wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And you said his name is Lee. And I just was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so he's himself. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so Bruce, so Lee and <laughs> this other guy, they start fighting. Mm-hmm. And Lee totally kicks his ass. Yeah. There's no chance. And what I love about these movies are the sound effects during fights when yes. they hit each other. Yes. It's, they don't change levels. They're not mixed in at all. They're just laid on top. Yeah. They're so good. Just they're <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Lee ends up winning, then cartwheel backflips over four dudes, and I'm just going to assume he did that without wires. I'm gonna oh, assume, absolutely. I'm going to assume it's all Bruce Lee. Yeah. None of that. <laughs> He's just a phenomenal... Are you talking about the bit where they're, the guys have their hands like up? Yeah. Yeah. And he like flips and then jumps and then backflips over them? Absolutely. That's Bruce Lee by yeah. himself. No wires. What I do know about Bruce Lee is that his workout routines are super intense. And I it, imagine so. Yeah. Like, I think there's like a picture of him doing a handstand on his index fingers. I bet. It's crazy. How so do you strengthen crazy. your fingers? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I need some of that. <laughs> yeah. Just do some like um finger bicep curls. Me too, because I have no grip strength. Oh, that's right. <laughs> We've been trying to work on that. Darn. <laughs> I'm going to get you one of those um those grippy thingies. I have one. I just never use it. Bro. <laughs> I know. You should really do that. Come on, man. I know. Uh, what else I like about Lee is that he has really dramatic facial expressions. Mm-hmm. Love the bowl cut. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, a, it's like a bowl cut mullet. It's a great look. Yeah. <laughs> and it only works on him. Yeah. Later on, right after he hops and flips over those p- tall standing people. Amazing. He has a scene with his teacher that really threw me off. It took me like 20 minutes to watch this three minute scene because <laughs> so Bruce Lee is speaking in English. And his teacher is speaking in Chinese, but is dubbed over in English. Yeah. So I'm watching this and I'm like, do I have a stupid dubbed version of this movie? Let me go back. <laughs> and then it's the same thing. And then I noticed because I thought at first that they were both speaking Chinese and it was dubbed. And then I went back and I noticed that Bruce Lee was actually speaking English. And then I was like, is this a half and half dub? What is <laughs> happening here? So then turns out it was just half and half dubbed. Yeah. I kind of wish they just didn't dub it and just had subtitles. Yeah right doesn't didn't that throw you off it it did because i didn't expect that voice right i was expecting like a more grizzled voice yeah or something i i just was like what yeah. is this and i also <laughs> really thought that this was in chinese this movie me too so then when i started speaking english i was like what huh <laughs> but 
Anyway, the scene is that the teacher tells Lee that his skills are beyond physical. Now they're spiritual. So he asks what the highest level of technique Lee wants to achieve is. And Lee says, to have no technique. That's smart. Is he jacking? (laughs) (laughs) Don't be a one-trick pony, though. Yeah, you That's what Lee's saying. (laughs) So then the teacher asks, what's Lee's thoughts on facing an opponent? And Lee says, there is no opponent because the word I does not exist. And I don't know that I'm spiritual enough to understand what that means. I definitely did not get that. (laughs) We're not spiritual yet. We're still physical. I sat there just thinking, what does that mean? Yeah. Because, you know, people say like, oh, there's no I in team, but there's no I in opponent. Like, I, yes. <laughs> like, I don't understand. <laughs> oh, maybe it's that like the opponent isn't, it's not personal. Like, like the opponent isn't fighting you. They're fighting like what you stand for. I don't know. We're not Move there on. yet. <laughs> so then on. they walk and talk and Lee is talking about how a good fight is essentially about not thinking and not dreaming. So he's like talking about just muscle it's memory. Instinct. And being in the moment, I guess. Instinct, being, baby. Yeah. You don't think, you just act and yeah. react. Oh. And then Lee says, and when there's an opportunity, I do not hit. It hits all by itself. Oh, that's hardcore. That is really hardcore. That's He's something a tough dude. Yeah, that's something I need to adapt into my own life. Yo, seriously. Because <laughs> so when I um when I told my dad I, we were watching this, he's like, the board doesn't hit back. <laughs> and I was like, what? And then later on, you're like, oh, oh, the board doesn't hit back. That was a great line. Yeah, it was a great scene. Yeah, it was. We're gonna get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Also, sidebar, just in case you guys hear uh, pounding in the back, there's an artist next door in the studio next door, and they're they're a sculptor, so they're probably (laughs) sculpting something. You know, like that episode of SpongeBob. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Were you thinking about that? Yeah. (laughs) Be the marble. (laughs) I think that's what's happening. Is is there being the marble next door? Date the marble. (laughs) (laughs) So good. So then back to the movie. (laughs) The teacher says to remember that the enemy only has an image to protect its true motives. Destroy the image and you break the enemy. And those are some words of advice that I liked a lot. I did. I did like the wisdom from the teacher. There was a lot of that good wisdom in this movie, I think. Yeah, it was pretty deep. Yeah. (laughs) This movie hits pretty hard. Yeah. For an action movie. Yeah. So the teacher ultimately tells Lee that one of their students has gone against their teachings and that Lee has to go do something about it. Yes. And the student he's referring to is Han, yep. who is the big bad guy. Yes. <laughs> and what kind of pressure is that where the teacher's like, it's up to you to reclaim the honor of this entire temple. Yeah. <laughs> Just go do it. No pressure. Yeah. No biggie. No big, but like full big. <laughs> <laughs> you will completely dishonor us if you fail. <laughs> So go get that back for us. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bye. Bye. Good luck. Have fun. Don't talk to strangers. <laughs> <laughs> so then Lee goes up to this other guy named Mr. Braithwaite. That's his name? Yes. I put old white guy in all my notes. I, yeah, I, I was close to it at then just because did you have the subtitles up? No. Oh. <laughs> they said it in the subtitles. That's the only reason why I was able to write it down. I totally missed it. And then in the credits, I like rewinded the credits. <laughs> I was like, that, do- that doesn't sound right. So I just left my notes. <laughs> I don't trust that one. <laughs> so his name is Mr. Braithwaite. Okay. And he's come to speak to Lee about a martial arts competition that he, that Han has organized that he wants Lee to, that quote unquote, we want Lee to participate in. And Lee's like, who is we? And then he walks away. <laughs> so then a kid named Lau comes up to him and Lee teaches him, or Lee tells him to kick him. So Lau tries to kick him in the head and Lee blocks it. And he's like, what was that? Yeah. So he's training this kid how to kick. And eventually the kid does a good kick. 
and Lee asks him how he feels and slaps him on the forehead after he says, let me think. And the way he slaps him, he just slaps him upside the forehead. So silly. Yeah. I just would love to slap someone like that. I have a few people. Who you would like to? I would love to just. (laughs) (laughs) No think. Just feel. Just do stuff. Stop it. And then he's saying something else. Like I, I almost wish I wrote down this whole monologue because it was like funny and also interesting yeah but so he's talking about like so like look at my finger like what am i pointing to and then the, the kid is like your finger and then he smacks him again because he's <laughs> focusing on the wrong thing and then he says something else and he smacks him again yeah oh because he, he says to bow to him so he bows the right way and then he smacks him because he's taking his eye off of his opponent yeah so i was like never take your eye off the opponent <laughs> and then he like bows but like looking up and he's like good <laughs> much better yeah yeah get out of your head kid and then we cut to the title sequence yes which i wasn't expecting yeah, and we get a, like a great song, a groovy disco yes. bop. Very 70s. So fun. We get some shots of the city. We established that we're in a city, assuming Hong Kong. Yeah, I didn't really right. I don't know, know where we were. I don't know <laughs> enough about China's history to know their architecture. Yeah, uh, we see a black guy get off an airplane. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's black becomes important later on. But uh-huh. <laughs> he is totally killing it with his 70s look. He's got his, like, the most amazing afro. Yes. He's got this great disco suit on. One uh, Is it one piece? Uh, jumpsuit? It's one of those. It's either a jumpsuit or it's, like, a top that really matches the bottom. Yeah, and it's got the flared out pants. Yeah. He looks great. He's killing it. His waist snatched. Yes. And we follow him through the streets. Mm-hmm. And he's just so cool. Yeah. <laughs> he's a cool dude. And then we cut to some other rich white guy buying a ton of luggage. <laughs> and then he... So, okay. What I didn't like here was that he gets, like, rickshawed away. So he has to have, like, seven rickshaws because he's bought so much luggage. <laughs> so you're going to make all of these. And these are, like, 80-year-old men pulling the rickshaws. <laughs> what? If you have enough money to buy all that luggage, get a cab. Yeah. You know? <laughs> really? That was rude. <laughs> Do something else. Yeah. He's got so much money. Yeah. And then now we're somewhere with Lee and Mr. Braithwaite. They're mm-hmm. watching footage of Han. So I guess now we establish that Mr. Braithwaite is like of the CIA or some kind of private group. He's a government man. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get a rundown of who O'Hara is, who is Han's personal, very buff bodyguard. See, I didn't get his name until way later in the movie. I'm surprised that I even got any of these names. <laughs> I was like, cool, white guy with a scar. So I wrote mm-hmm. other white guy. He's got a <laughs> sick scar down like his entire face. Yeah. <laughs> We get a shot of the island Lee is going to. It's where Han lives and where he has the tournament every three years. So now Mr. Braithwaite is showing footage of the guards pulling a body out of the harbor. And he's like, nothing unusual about a, barbie, a body in the harbor. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, there is. That's a little weird. That Yeah, there's a lot yeah. unusual about that. I definitely that. don't expect to find a body when I go to the river. Yeah. So what's really funny about the plot of the movie being a martial arts tournament on an island every few years is that it's very similar to like the video games Tekken and Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah? I was just thinking, oh, <laughs> that's where they got that idea. Oh. <laughs> wow, the cultural impact. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but anyway, so what's actually strange about this body being in the harbor is that the the body belongs to a woman who was last seen at a party on Han's private jet or something like that. He called it yacht. a junk, which I guess is a yacht. He said a junk? Yeah. I heard yacht. Oh, okay. What movie was I watching? I don't know. <laughs> you had a different audio playing, probably. <laughs> but so, Braithwaite believes that Han collects attractive girls, gets them dependent on drugs, and then sells them to the elite around the world. That's messed up. Yeah. 
That's horrifying. I want to make the one reference, but I don't want to make it because we're not there yet. And that is a very heavy reference to make. (sighs) So we're going to move past that right away. Okay. And the girl died of a heroin overdose. And Lee's like, hmm, seems like you don't have enough intel to bust this operation. And then uh, what's his face? Braithwaite is like, that's where you come in, buddy. (laughs) That's your job. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So Braithwaite's like, yeah, we know everything, but we can prove nothing. So we want you to get the proof. So again, no pressure. Yeah. None at all. (laughs) Not only do you have to stop the guy from dishonoring your temple. (laughs) But save all of these women. Yeah. (laughs) And stop all of these drugs. Yeah. No big. Yeah. And you're just one person, but do it by yourself. Here's our game plan. Okay, now have fun. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, Braithwaite also brings up, oh, we put a female operative on this island where they make women addicted to drugs and sell them off like cattle. And we lost track of her. I was so mad at that. So. I was like, (laughs) How reckless do you have to be to just lose a human? Like, do you know? And then also, like, the other thing is that he waited until the end and she was like an afterthought. Yeah. So it's like you put her on that island and then you stop thinking about her totally. And then one day you were like, oh, that's right. I have this woman out there. Where is she? Maybe open up you know? the conversation with. Yes. You have to save all these women, including one of our operatives. Yes. Or like we sent an operative out and then we lost track of her, but this is what we got from then. Yeah. You know, <laughs> she should not be the afterthought. No. She's like, you're, <sighs> I just, <sighs> anyway, her name is Mailing. Yeah. And now, <laughs> now Lee is on his way to the island and we get a flashback scene with Lee and his dad. That's his dad? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> You were just watching the movie. You weren't really experiencing the movie. You were seeing it. You were hearing it, but you weren't watching it. I, I definitely was not. So that that's his dad. They're in some restaurant and dad is telling Lee how during the last tournament, he was in town with Lee's sister and Han's guys were nearby bullying and arrogant. Ugh. So then the guys are trying to be gross to his sister, but she fights back because all of the Lees can just handle anybody that comes their way. Yeah, she is a really good fighter. I want to be her. Yeah, really. So then she fights back. She runs away. They chase. They start fighting dad. And then dad pulls out a switchblade and then slices O'Hara. And that's how he gets the scar. Nice. I liked that we tied that in. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So then O'Hara knocks dad out. The guys chase the sister. They catch up to her. She takes them all on chase again there were so many dudes and they were so so persistent yes like how many times did she kick one dude's ass multiple times and they still kept going yeah and they were probably hated it oh she wants me you would think after a little bit they'd be like all right this one's too much trouble right but no they just kept going so eventually she gets trapped Mm -hmm. and then she grabs a glass like a shard of glass to kill herself yeah so now lee's mission got it changes yeah (laughs) Got really personal. But she killed herself so she wouldn't get trafficked. Yeah. And I, I watched it and I was like, oh, that's oh, rough. That's yeah. pretty hard. Yeah. If those are your two options, man. Yeah. I don't like that. Me neither. Uh. So then dad tells Lee to pay respects to his sister and mother when he gets to the city. So now we cut to Lee at his mom and sister's graves and he tells them that they won't agree with what he's about to do because it's contrary to all that they've taught him. So we asked them a way to figure out how to forgive him. But like he's going to avenge them. Yeah. What would they be mad about? I'm sure him stopping Han <laughs> and everything would help them feel pretty good about what he's going to do. Yeah. I'm <laughs> sure it's because he's doing it probably in a violent way that they wouldn't like it. Oh, well. But you got to do what you got to do sometime. Yeah, really. So now we cut back to the present day. Mm-hmm. Lee is on a little dinghy boat 
and now the white guy with the luggage is also on a dinghy boat. I think everybody's just making their way to the bigger boat. Yeah, and then we get a flashback from the white guy, yes. whose name is Roper. Roper. Roper? Roper. I was going to say Romper, but that's a piece of clothing. <laughs> Rupert? <laughs> it's Roper. Roper. Yeah. Yes. We get a flashback, and he's playing golf, and I think he has a gambling problem. He definitely has a gambling problem. <laughs> Which becomes a How very... How much you want to bet? <laughs> yes. It becomes very apparent throughout the movie. Yes. Because he constantly says that. <laughs> he's playing golf, bets on his shot, messes up. Really bad. Really bad. <laughs> really bad. Really like, bad. Dude, you should have practiced. Yeah. <laughs> you look like a golfer, but you don't golf. Yeah. So his ball ends up, God knows where, in like the woods. So he goes and some bad guys show up and he, he owes their boss money. 175 big ones. Who? So thousands, I'm assuming. Or is it just $175? And uh, these guys are just really tight on their budget. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. You know how it gets in the wintertime. It's tough. But the one of the intimidators says in like the most 50s thing I've ever heard. He's like, it's the dough rubber. You got to know we got to break something. I'm like, okay, guys, calm down. He also had like the worst facial hair. Ever. Yeah, it was not good. So then the three guys attack Roper, but then Roper takes them all out like with ease. And yeah. I was like, oh, who is this? Because he knows martial arts. I guess so. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. He kicks all their butts. Then he comes out of the woods to tell his black assistant that she better book that flight to Hong Kong. And then she's like, uh, you know, you only have $63 in your bank account. Rough. And he's like, that's all yours. And she's like, you need it more than I do. Thanks. You're so generous. Yeah. That's why he didn't have 175 Yeah. Oh, you're right. <laughs> it may, it might have just been dollar roonies and not big ones. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we can just assume he's going to the tournament to pay mm-hmm. off his debt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or to get more money to gamble away. Nice. <laughs> so now we're back to present day, and now we get to the black guy, and we get his flashback. Yeah, which I got really upset by. Mm-hmm. Oh. So his flashback is that he's part of a karate school, mm-hmm. and we f- follow him. He talks to someone and then leaves the school, and as he's walking, he's got some bags, and cops pull up behind him, and they stop, get out of their car, and start harassing him. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh, no, I shouldn't be shocked. It's 73. Yeah. And they be like that, you know? Awful. It's probably way worse back then than now. Yeah. But to not get too into it. So the cops. There's a lot of th- that we could get into about this movie. Yeah. That we're just going to surface scrape over because <laughs> this is not that kind of podcast. We don't have that kind of time either. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we like to keep things light. So the cops grab his stuff, start going through it, and start attacking him. Yeah. Well, because they pull out his plane ticket because he already got his ticket to go to Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. And they're like, he's not going to Hong Kong. Yeah. How, how is that your choice? How does that affect you at all? Yeah, dude. Like, uh, okay. mind your own business. Yeah. First of all. First of all. He totally kicks their butts and then takes their car. I love that. Yes. Good for him. <laughs> nice. Back to present now when they're all boarding a bigger ship. Yes. So Roper and the black guy know each other and somehow we don't know the black guy's name. He says William. Yes. Like immediately after that. Yeah. I was like, it's racist. We don't know his name yet. And then we learned his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm always reaching. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you're so uh, flexible. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's why I'm so tall too. <laughs> I'm five oh, yeah. foot four. I'm the tallest in my family. <laughs> Aww. I'm not, though. My cousin is 5'6". Damn. That's what I strive for. Yeah, right. Anyway, they don't know who Han or Lee is, 
And then we spend a significant amount of time just sailing in the ocean with no plot happening. Just hanging out. Just shots of the boat in the water. (laughs) This is the ride. (laughs) (laughs) This is the climax of the movie. So then we finally cut back onto the boat and people are betting on some um, praying mantises fighting. People do will do whatever to pass time yeah. and make money. And then guess who places a bet immediately? <laughs> Roper. Roper. <laughs> and Lee comes over to join in. Yeah. Which was fun. Lee bets him five to one, which I don't understand what that means. Or I guess, so essentially Roper bumps him up to 100. So does that mean like if Roper puts down 20 and Lee bets him five to one, then Lee gets 100? Yes. If he wins it, then Roper just gets 20 if he wins? I believe so. Betting is complicated. <laughs> anyway, they cheer the bugs on and Lee's bug ends up winning. So then Roper, this is when we established that he's not a good gambler. No, definitely not. Not very good. <laughs> and then... He wouldn't owe $175. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so then a little bit later on... Oh, I'm playing footsies with you, sorry. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So... Is this the guy, the part where the guy comes out with the basket mm-hmm. of oranges? Yeah. Yeah. So he, this guy comes out. He just works on the ship. And another white guy on the boat starts beating him up for no reason. For no reason. And he starts like walking around like he's a big, tough, big shot. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Come on. His name is Parsons. Oh, I didn't get his name. <laughs> I'm on a roll here. You really are. It's like I watched the movie or something. <laughs> So then he goes over to Lee and like punches the air in front of Lee's face. Does not flinch. Doesn't flinch at all. Wow. And then I want to be are, that tough. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Someone did that to me. I'm like, oh my God. Uh. <laughs> like, no, I wasn't scared. I wasn't even scared. <laughs> That's one of our favorite vines. Please look it up. It is so good. <laughs> but then... Uh, so Parsons punches the air in front of Lee and he's like, do I bother you? And Lee is not impressed and says, don't waste yourself. There's nothing here to do. So that's my other new BDE line. Just don't waste yourself. Yeah. Just, so, you know, Lee is basically says, so there's no room on this boat to fight. So let's get on this little boat and go to that beach over there. Yeah. So this big dumb idiot gets on the little <laughs> boat and Lee starts like throwing the line so he starts going out into the water by himself and there's all these waves and he's sinking <laughs> and then all the staff on the boat are laughing at him and lee's like oops <laughs> it's like if you fight it i'm gonna drop the line and the guy's like come on let me back in let me back in so you get for being a dick yeah yeah big dumb idiot <laughs> love when karma hits that fast <laughs> so we finally get to the island after like 20 minutes yeah <laughs> <laughs> it, it took a while yeah the camera zooms in on two people and Roper is smitten by the woman. He's thirsty. Yeah. For her. But she's stunning. I she's good. Yeah. I can't yeah. blame him. She's, she's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> but he, it's like there was a drought. He's like a woman like that could really make a man learn a thing or two about himself. <laughs> okay, Roper. <laughs> I was like, all right. I'm into that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the camera pans over the island and we see people training. Mm-hmm. And I was like just, hundreds of people. I was really confused. I didn't understand if they were contestants. I didn't understand right, or just the like deal. students how they got there. Yeah, there was just a lot of them. Yeah, I was just really confused by that. Yeah. So now it's later on. We're at a banquet, and there's sumo wrestlers and acrobats and entertainment. Yeah. And we're like forty minutes into the movie at this point. And there I feel were like, lions. And lions. Great. Yeah, and a so ton good. of bird cages. Yeah. The old man shoveling race in his face during all this would be me. relatable yeah super relatable but we're 40 minutes into the movie at this point and i just feel like nothing's happened yet 
Definitely not. It you was know, a like lot we of just got to the island. It was a lot of setting up. Yeah. And during this scene, I was so hungry, and someone walks behind Lee carrying a tray of bows. Oh. And just stop. That's Ooh. my weakness. <laughs> for the whites listening, a bow is just a bun. Yeah. It's just Chinese for They're bun. They're banging. Yeah, they're the best. Go. Go. Get one. <laughs> <laughs> right now. Pause this. Go get a bow. <laughs> Listen to this on the way to getting your bows. Yeah, Actually, better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's life changing. They're so good. <laughs> but uh, back to the, the, the banquet. Uh, Lee is observing everything. O'Hara shows up and then Roper comes over to Lee to tell him that he's going to win back the money that Lee won from him. And we're like, are you though? He walks over to Lee, leaves his drink unattended. Ooh. <laughs> well, he's not a woman, so he's going to be fine. Ah. <laughs> Funny how it. that happens, right? I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> so Roper, after talking to Lee, goes over to Williams, who's just not having a good time. No. He's not into any of this food. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, give it all to me. You're being very American, man. Yeah. I will eat all of it. Yeah. <laughs> so then he tells uh williams that he's like a little apprehensive about this whole situation he's like you know we just i'm, I'm looking for the referee here <laughs> and then we get a gong so everybody goes super quiet immediately everybody and freezes in their the, tracks yeah all the entertainers totally freeze frame. stop moving yeah so like the sumo wrestlers are still in position yeah the the acrobat is like mid back bend yeah the musicians are mid strum like yeah it was so weird which I feel like says a lot about Han. Yeah. Who comes out right away? In the dopest robe. Yes. <laughs> it's pretty swaggy. Yeah. <laughs> he welcomes everybody to the tournament and then demonstrates how skilled his ladies are because he's also flanked by like women bodyguards. Mm-hmm. So then he shows off their skills by like throwing an apple in the air and each of them has like a super tiny dagger. Like some of it is hidden in a hairpin. Some of it is just in like a something else kind an of pin, earring, in, yeah. a, in a brooch or whatever. So then they all like nail each apple and then Lee catches one, is not impressed. He's like, I can do that in my sleep. He's like, I can kick the apple. I can slice the apple in half with my hand. Yeah. (laughs) Just by looking at it. Yeah. (laughs) So then Han leaves and the second the doors close, every single person who was frozen just moves again. Yeah. Like it was no big deal. Back to normal. Doesn't miss a beat. Like nothing happened. So weird. Yeah. And now later on, Williams is listening to music in his room. On the biggest headphones I've biggest ever headphones. seen in like my life. Like very opposite of AirPods. <laughs> but still can't hear us. Yeah. So the woman from earlier busts in with some prostitutes from to choose from. Mm-hmm. I hate that. Yep. But that's when I realized Balls of Fury was a parody of this movie. Oh, yeah? Because <laughs> remember, they bring in the concubines. I don't remember that movie uh, at all. I remember I don't even know parts. if I've seen that movie. We definitely saw it together. Mmm. <laughs> I did that to you. I'm sorry. Yeah, you did. Williams chooses a few of them. I'm just sitting there like, this is gross. I think he chooses all of them. He chooses most of them. Wow, that sucks for that one. Yeah. I mean, but it's also great for that one. Yeah. You know? So so then we cut to Lee in his room. Same deal. Mm-hmm. And Lee says he wants the one who threw the apple. The thing that he the, caught. The thingy, yeah. I thought it was an earring. Is it an earring? I have no idea. I don't know. But he wants that lady. So then she leaves. Yes. So she goes to Roper's room with the prostitutes and he chooses the main woman instead of one of the other girls. And she's like, perfect choice. Great (laughs) Great. decision. I'm the best. Yeah. (laughs) I'm really great with what I do. Yeah. So (laughs) back to Lee's room. Mm Mm-hmm. And the girl with the dart shows up and Lee's like, I want to talk mailing. (gasps) So he knew. He knew. (laughs) And how... 
tell me how he was on this island for 10 minutes and he found her but that other guy just <laughs> fully lost track of her that means he wasn't even trying he definitely wasn't but also her eyeliner is amazing oh was it i did i still don't have the eye for that yet oh it was so good good for her <laughs> So Mei-Ling has been kept in the palace and doesn't know what happens when Han leaves. So, uh, but she does know that every single girl who comes through disappears. They've, they're summoned to Han's at night and the next day they're gone. That's what happens, like the process. So then she says that she doesn't have much time yet. Did you notice when she entered the room between her being at the door with Lee to then them talking on his bed that it was just a really awkward cut? I did not notice it that. It was so weird. I had to rewind it because I was happened? like, did I just skip a chunk? So they literally like, they go from being at the door to cutting at the bed, but then she's still talking. So it still has her voice. Oh, from and the it first does shot? a weird sound. Mm. And I just thought it was a very weird choice. I do that sometimes. <laughs> Frankensteining a clip. Yeah, it definitely seemed like that. <laughs> It'd be like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, so where are we? Oh. We're at him training the next morning. Yeah. Lee is training. And you can see every muscle and vein on his... He is ripped. Yeah. He has no body fat whatsoever. No. <laughs> he has shoulder muscles that I didn't know existed. Yeah. A lot of... He looked like an anatomy drawing. Yeah. Where like you see... That's who people study when they're in biology. <laughs> really? So O'Hara comes in to tell him to join morning ritual in uniform. So Lee shows up. Not to in the uniform. Ritual. No. <laughs> so a guy walks up to him and gives him shit about it. Mm-hmm. But then Lee just does not react. He stares at him and then the guy's like, okay, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he runs away. <laughs> Lee is such a badass. Yeah. Can you imagine being so tough that you just do whatever because no one else can take you? That's one of my favorite um, posts online is the whole, there's a shot of Jackie Chan in a mesh t-shirt and a shot of Bruce Lee in a mesh t-shirt and somebody's trying to make fun of them. And then the answer is like, Bro, if you were Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee, you could wear whatever you want. If you could beat up anybody you wanted to, dress however you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Who is going to fuck with that guy? No one. No one. Not me. (laughs) Definitely not me. (laughs) I'd be like, oh, suddenly I need a mesh t-shirt. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, is that how I get muscles? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I want to look like that guy. (laughs) So all the other men are practicing. And then Han comes out to announce that the tournament has begun. So now Williams is sparring with Parsons and knocks him down. So good because that guy sucked anyway. Beats him bad. Yeah. <laughs> the next round and it looks like Parsons isn't even trying. Yeah. So then Roper's on the side and he's getting somebody with a Hitler mustache to like bet against. <laughs> and then he wins because he's betting on his boy, you know. And it's the 70s. So definitely a poor time to have that mustache. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It had not been long enough. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> too soon, bro. Yeah. Too soon. A little too soon. <laughs> so then roper's up next now and he tells williams to bet with the guy with the hitler mustache guy and he says eight to three all the way what does that mean again they're just I, gonna do bet. whatever in the match to yeah. be in their favor yeah okay so yeah. yeah they spar roper takes a hit so he essentially is playing he's playing dumb he's cheating is what he's doing <laughs> to make money yeah he's gambling yeah it's whatever <laughs> Roper and Williams are in cahoots conning this guy for his money. Mm. After a few hits, Roper eventually just totally knocks the other guy out. Yeah, but see, like, isn't it obvious, though, that they're cheating? Because every time Roper gets knocked down, he looks at Williams. I guess Hitler stash isn't very observant or else he wouldn't have a Hitler stash. Mm. You're right. 
<laughs> his newspapers come in like you know three weeks too late yeah for real oh god i have to shave this thing <laughs> oh <laughs> my mom told me it was cute <laughs> <laughs> oh so now later on roper is getting a massage from tanya who is that lady who he chose ah <laughs> and they're on a waterbed because it's the 70s duh <laughs> that's the height of luxury yeah <laughs> and then we cut to williams in his room post sex with their water bed as well yes which all is that good for your spine i can't imagine that it is <laughs> it doesn't yeah it doesn't seem like it i feel like a water bed would be fun for a little while yeah and, and then like for a child and then you'd be like all right i'm over it yeah I, like i feel like i would just wake up with just in, with pains you know <laughs> yeah, oh i, I slipped would. the wrong way I definitely would. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so you're born in William's room post-sex, and then he gets up to go outside, and then one of the women says that you're not allowed outside, he must stay inside, and he's like, uh, I'm going outside anyway. He doesn't care. Yeah. I make the rules, baby. Night. Yeah, I, there's like some kind of curfew, I guess, because they're not allowed outside when it's dark. And now we're in Lee's room, he puts a little pouch around his back, and then sneaks out the window and into another room. So he's in the banquet hall now, and he's sneaking around while a guard, who's probably a teenager... Definitely isn't noticing him. And he has nunchucks. Yep. Arguably the worst weapon. Yeah. <laughs> so Lee is so skinny, he can just hide behind a vase. Yep. What? And he is so light on his feet, you can't hear a thing. I, what shoes is he wearing? Because my we shoes need- are way too squeaky. <laughs> Imagine you're trying to be like, you're, ur, ur, ur. I would get caught so quick. I would have. You know be funny? You'd squeak and go, oh. <laughs> oh, and then you give yourself away. Yeah. Oh, um, shh, shh. I would have tripped. I would not have been as stealthy as Lee in this scene. But you know what? He he's got the Shaolin Temple behind him. That's true. He's so a lot more pressure. That's what you need. <laughs> so Lee sneaks into another hallway, and now he's outside. A dog barks, so he runs away. But now the guards obviously are alerted, so they come to check out. But whew, he gets him fast with the fastest punches ever I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah. There was like four punches and I blinked and missed all of them. There were like, it was like three frames of the entire <laughs> second. <laughs> so then he sneaks around some more and he finds a trap door among some plants. So he climbs down on the rope. So I guess he just knew that he was going to climb somewhere because he yeah. had a rope on him. Some guys come around and he climbs back up because, so he's climbed down into this like underground bunker kind of situation. It's like an underground facility. Yeah. So he hears them coming around the corner. So he climbs right back up because that is all arm strength. <laughs> so he has his little legs out. Yeah. <laughs> Just all that's arms. Like a, he's like L sitting and climbing. And yeah. that's something I feel like only gymnast, gymnasts can do. Or Yeah. Amazing. Which is something I've always wanted to do. Same. I've never had the upper body strength that I wanted. I wish I did. Yeah. <laughs> Let's work on that. Okay. <laughs> so he, we see more guys with nunchucks. Yeah. Just all these guards with nunchucks. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. As he's Why? coming back up, <laughs> guards from the ground level see the rope that's like yes. anchoring him down. So then they go to cut it off. But then it, they're too late anyway because Lee's already back up top. He just punches. Yeah. So they open the door to see what it, who's down there. And then yeah. it's Lee's fist. Boom. <laughs> Surprise. So then he, there's like five guards out there. He takes them all out like it's no issue. And yeah. now this is one of those things where it's like, why are you staffing these people who cannot protect you? Yeah, I was wondering that too. And then not only do they kind of suck, they have the most useless weapon ever. (laughs) (laughs) Not a smart move. You know, Han is supposed to be a good guy. uh, Not a good guy, but like a smart guy. Yeah. And if you're going to give them weapons that aren't, you know, guns, (laughs) at least give them something a little 
you know, easier to use. And as we found out, punches are faster than any weapon. Yeah. Yeah. So. Especially when they're Lee's fists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now we cut to Williams and he's just practicing and breathing outside, just like breathing vibing. Exercise. You know, yeah, he's, he's just vibing. Out, having a good time. <laughs> so then a guard comes to check on him and he's like, I'm all good. And then he looks away and notices that Lee is running up a hill. And he's like, oh, man, that's a human fly. I don't know that I like that nickname, but I'll take it. I didn't really get the reference. I don't know. I didn't know if it was referencing something. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. I just wouldn't want to be called a fly. Nah. That's not like the most fun nickname that you could have (laughs) called Lee. Yes, flies are gross. Yeah. Next day. Yeah. We're at the tournament and Han brings up that he knows someone was out and about the night before. So him and Williams make like awkward eye contact. (laughs) <laughs> always and, always accusing the black guy of something and huh? lee's looking around yeah really and <laughs> lee's looking around he's in uniform this time yeah han is very mad that his guards suck and he makes them all duke it out but that, again i feel like that's a han mistake and not his guards yeah why and also okay you're hosting this martial arts competition with the best martial artists in the world yes why do your guards why are they not <laughs> why aren't they trained yeah at least like a little bit why are the best of the best not your guards right stupid like he has that wasn't a good choice he has these amazing martial artists as his personal bodyguards but you have a whole island full of drugs and trafficked women yeah (laughs) why are these why are these men not strapped to the teeth like batman yeah or i get it's kind of like you know how the olympics still technically legally needs lifeguards Mm -hmm. even though none of those guys are drowning anyway yeah but it's just like, just be smarter. Han's <laughs> not a good bad guy. No. Oh, so anyway, yeah. So he sets the guards to all fight. And the biggest, buffest guy, yeah. who also is one of his guys, yeah, steps forward to take them all out. His body doesn't look real. It doesn't. It's like he's too buff, but too young. His head is so small. Yeah. It's weird. I just sat there for a while trying to figure out if it was real. And I was... Just wondering if he's wearing a body. I don't think if he did that. He's wearing then. padding, or I do not. I was just. Do you think Bruce there. Lee would let that happen? Probably not. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, so he beats up a bunch of the guards and he yeah. kills two of them. Yep, just by like standing on their spines. Yeah, which is rough, crazy. William we- looks at Han and tells him that he's only shocked by how sloppy this man works. He's talking oh. about the big guy. Yeah. So that's bold. What's his name? Bolo? Yes. That's, oh, I got one. <laughs> so now it's Lee's turn to spar and he's going against O'Hara. Revenge! Yes. <laughs> Revenge for your sister. <laughs> they both bow to Han and then Lee bows to O'Hara, but O'Hara does not. Wow. So he breaks a board in Lee's face and then Lee doesn't flinch and he says, boards don't hit back. Woo! Woo! BDE. Yes. <laughs> and that's the line that my dad said. Yeah. So that's, I guess that's like the line from the movie. A great line. Yeah. It's pretty good. So they begin their fight and Lee's first punch is so fast. I missed it while typing notes. Damn. So give me a second, bro. Really? He can't. Yeah. So I had to rewind it. <laughs> <laughs> and Lee's fighting him and he just keeps He's slapping. So fast. He's so fast. He's slapping this guy silly. O'Hara loses his temper and his composure. Yeah. And just tries to kind of outmaneuver Lee and tries to He's trying fight. to cheat now. Yeah, he's trying to fight dirty. And yeah. Lee just totally outwits him. And yeah. just outskills him by so much. It's crazy. Yeah. And he's O'Hara's just not having a good time. Yeah. 
uh, even Han is telling him to like, bro, tone it down. He's yelling, O'Hara! <laughs> and uh, what, can, what can you do at that point? Yeah, really. He's, he's too far gone. Yeah, he's pissed. <laughs> yeah, so a bunch of more rounds go and Lee's beating him every single time. Mm-hmm. So then finally Lee kicks him into like four other people and now O'Hara. That's my favorite. That was so cool, right? I love when I'm watching wrestling and the wrestlers end up in the crowd or oh, someone yeah. gets thrown into the crowd. It's great. I love it. It's it's that interaction, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but somehow they just happen to have some glass bottles on them. Yeah. That, in that group that he got kicked into. Just that one spot. Yeah. There's the only people who so are allowed bottles. So he picked bottles. up the only two glass bottles there. Yeah. He breaks them. And now Lee's like, oh, oh, you trying now? Yeah. So Hera's coming at him with these glass shards. And Lee just kicks his arms. Yeah. He gets him <laughs> so fast. Gets him in the head and basically jumps on his spine. So I'm pretty sure he just killed him. Yeah. Yeah, he totally That's crazy. killed him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't think Lee would do that. Yeah. It definitely was a very emotional moment for Lee. Yeah. Getting revenge for your sister. Yeah. Possibly your mother as well. Because after he kills him, it just, the scene gets very tense. Yeah. Incredibly tense. I was like, oh. Yeah. Lee goes back to Han and Han says that O'Hara's treachery has disgraced us. And then Han leaves and everybody else leaves too. Han would know but, a lot about treachery. Yeah, he would. And disgrace. Yeah. Relatable. <laughs> There's a whole temple. Yeah. <laughs> Lee's working on that. Yeah. As everybody's leaving. Williams gets summoned to Han's study. Mm-hmm. ASAP. Yeah. He's also agreeing to meet with Roper later on. And I just wonder what these two are up to. Well, okay, I had a different take on that because as he's going, he's, you know, the same thing that you just said. Roper says, I'll see you in 30 minutes. And then I was like, that means that Williams is going to die. Yeah, I was like, he's not going to make it. Yeah. (laughs) So So I didn't even get to think that far as what you were thinking. Yeah, I was just really thinking, what are Williams and Roper doing here? Stop it. Like, we got the reasons why they ended up there, but it just, it was just so ridiculous. So anyway... Williams meets Han in, Han in his study. Han compliments his fighting style. And then they go from, like, lighthearted conversation to then Han accusing Williams of attacking his guard since he was the only one outside that night. Mm-hmm. So what about the dudes who, Lee fo- who fought Lee? Did they die? Did they ask who attacked them? It'd be hard to mix up Lee with this tall black guy. Right. So I was just really annoyed yeah that's a very good point yeah maybe they were so embarrassed to get beat up that they just didn't talk but then again (laughs) that's your boss yeah then that guy did it yeah interesting but you know bro code we know william sully and he didn't snitch on him he didn't i was really surprised by that good for him because i would have been i would have been like i wasn't the only one out that night yeah ask your dudes yeah (laughs) what is it because i'm black yeah (laughs) one guy saw me (laughs) Also, cameras. You would have seen that if, right. if they had cameras there, which they I don't should. Know. Did they have like CCTV back then? They probably did. I, you know, it's the 70s. I don't know. Han <laughs> has so much money. He probably could have. You're right. He probably could have invented them. Yeah. So he has really unequipped guards. Yeah. <laughs> guards who are not ready for this and then no cameras anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So as he's accusing him, Williams is like, bro, I just want to get off the island. And then Han is like, that's a no for me, dog. So then, <laughs> just like he, that, just like that, <laughs> and then he calls in all of his guards. So Williams is like, "Oh, so that's what's happening." <laughs> so he still again doesn't snitch. Yeah. But now Williams is also taking all of the guards out with ease. So now I'm like, "Okay, this is going too far. These are stormtroopers. <laughs> this is how bad they are." Yeah. Like they don't do anything except get in the way. Exactly. So he beats up those four guards, 
Han then gets up and fights Williams. Yeah. Very intense. You know what's interesting is this is the second time, I think, maybe the first time, but we get a really cool POV shot of them fighting. Yeah. With like, you see the hands going and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. It was really neat. So they fight and break through a wall and there's a bunch of women high out of their minds just hanging out and giggling while this fight is happening. Yep. And I think Mei Ling was in there. Oh, I didn't even notice. And my thought was, no wonder she didn't have that much intel for Lee. She's high out of her mind. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Which, like, obviously she can't help if she's trying to, like, blend in. She has to, like... Every now and again, yeah. Do whatever they do. That's rough. Uh. (laughs) Imagine having to go in as an operative and then coming back with, like, an opioid addiction. (laughs) And be like, I had to do it for my job, but now I'm addicted for life. That's awful. Yeah. It's so awful. even beyond that, your boss just forgot to look for you. (laughs) She's not having a good time. Yeah. I'm not happy about that. Yeah. So Han starts, he obviously beats Williams and starts hitting him with a bunch of chops with one hand. Mm -hmm. Eventually Williams dies. Assuming so, yes. Yeah. And Han takes his glove off and we see that his hand is actually a metal hand. Jamie Lannister. Whoa. Wow. How it just We really connected those dots, huh? Wow. So we're still watching Game of Thrones right now. (laughs) Basically. So now Roper is with Han in his museum. This is obviously later on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a museum of strength because strength makes everything else possible, is what Han says. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I guess. So <laughs> Roper stops at a hand skeleton. And now we can only assume that that's Han's hand. I was thinking that too. That's crazy. Yeah. And then Han shows him to a guillotine as like a, he asked him to put his head down there as an act of faith. I definitely wouldn't have. I would never. And who I'm would gonna, ask somebody to do that? I'm going to go. Yeah. This just got really, this date just got weird. Yeah. <laughs> so Roper says, nope. And then Han puts his cat on it and we're like, no. Yeah. Because just like every old school movie villain, Han has a white cat. Yep. <laughs> that he only carries around. Yeah. Doesn't do any of its own walking. Nope. So he puts it down on the guillotine and then Roper ends up picking it up and just puts it down. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's nice. So Han pulls the lever on the guillotine um, we don't get a fun Emperor's New Groove scene. The no. floor just uh, lowers. <laughs> Kronk! Pull the lever! <laughs> so the floor just lowers down into the underground factory or facility, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I called it a factory. Sure. Yeah. Roper's not bothered that they're in this underground place, but then they uh, go into it. You're right. He should have been more surprised. Yeah. He's just like, oh. So then they go into a room that's kind of like a tattoo parlor, and it had, there's a, it's full of a bunch of women, and now Roper is impressed. <laughs> right he's like oh this is what you had to show me wow wow this place is great phenomenal i love your taste yeah Yeah. but then han says that these are his daughters so he's that guy yeah what a shitty dad to involve his daughters and all his shady business yeah but also do you think they're his daughters or is it one of those like things that he just says all of these women are my daughters I you know what I mean? Don't know. I kind of took it at face value. Like, oh, those are his daughters. Yeah, he's a bad. Dad. I mean, I took I took it both ways because at first I was like, Ugh, and then I was like, oh wait, what if he calls all the trafficked women his daughters? Uh, I don't like that at all. That's messed up. Yeah. I hate that. They leave there and they walk through the factory, and Roper sees a bubbling pot, and mm-hmm. he says, "Opium? Uh oh." And then Han says, "We're investing in corruption." But also, how does he just know that's opium? I don't know. What? I want I imagine just because you know the experience of watching Breaking Bad, I definitely will know when I'm watching heroin being cooked. I won't. <laughs> meth. It's meth. They, they make meth. <laughs> I haven't seen the show in a long time. Yeah. But um 
I feel like you would know when drugs are being made. That's true. I feel like there's just like a, an aura. I mean, and those guys were wearing scrubs as they were yeah. like, stirring it. So <laughs> I guess that's a, I guess that's a big tell. <laughs> like, no, they're not making tomato sauce. No, <laughs> they're not having a fun time. No. And then Roper breaks down the basic law of economics, which is you provide your customers with what they need, encourage them that they need or encourage them that they need it to stimulate the market and then they'll come to depend on you, which is what Han is doing. Supply and demand, baby. Yep. So Han says that they're also working to stimulate another need. But then like as he's saying that we look past him and we see that there are these women in kind of cells or other rooms that are basically cells and they're getting injected with whatever drug he's putting into them. I'm assuming opium. Uh, yeah. Uh, and what's his name? Roper's not phased by that at all. I guess you have to put on a poker face mm-hmm. when you're in front of the big bad guy. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so then Hans says that he's showing him all of this because he's hoping to repre- to have Roper represent them in the United States. And Roper realize that, realizes that the tournament is just another way to recruit talent. I just feel like it's time to expand. Yeah. <laughs> just my next market, you know, I just want more diversity around. Yeah. <laughs> so then they walk by some cells with a bunch of men locked up and they're all men who apparently don't care about where they would find themselves the next morning. So I guess they're also being tested on. I don't know. But they're these big cells that have like 40 men in each. Yeah. And which he is says, too much. what did he say that they were just on a boat and they just happened to be end up at the island. So he took them more or less. I think, I think some of them, he was saying that like they, they're the people who just like, um, sit like stooped outside the bars Yes, like yes. Much, he like, said they potential. were just vagrants. Yeah. Yeah. So we end up walking past them and we end up to another area where we see Williams knocked out in his undies and chained up above a body of like a little thing of water. Being hanged. Yeah. Well, so, he wasn't, it wasn't around his, it yeah, wasn't, but, he but was, basically. He was chained and hung up. So Roper sees it and they drop his body into the water. Mm-hmm. So if he wasn't dead, he definitely is now. Yeah. yeah. Also feels very racist that they just did that, but. You know, we're not going to go into that. <laughs> Han says that there are questions he was forced to ask and got no answer. So the guards, that's when they cut the ropes. And then Han wants them to have a clear understanding. So Roper says there is no misunderstanding between them, which means that he's in. Because obviously, what kind of choice do you have after that just happened? Yeah, really? So you don't have much. We cut to upstairs and on like ground level and lee is sneaking around again he's back in spy mode he's got more rope because i guess you just have a infinite surplus (laughs) so he goes to the factory door again but there's a cobra there this time yep so he grabs and just puts it in his bag i guess he can use it easy yeah i guess he can use it for later yeah whatever (laughs) just add this to my inventory (laughs) yeah so he just climbs into the other underground i called it a lair uh (laughs) Lair sounds cooler. Yeah. <laughs> but did he just, does he leave his rope hanging there? Won't people see it? Yeah, he just left it. So, okay. But this time around, he actually drops down and like looks around. So yeah. I guess if someone finds it, it doesn't really matter at that point. Mm, fair. Yeah. So he takes a guard out while he walks by the women stuck in their cages. He still has that bag on him, which I was like, is that the rope or is that the snake? It's a snake. It's definitely the snake. It's a snake. So, so one of the girls bangs on the glass as he's passing and she's like, I'm 17. I'm from California. Get me out of here. And yeah, he she's, just totally ignores her. She's begging for help. Well, if he lets her out and then he's responsible for her. That's true. It's, and she, she's going to blow his cover. Yeah. She's going to slow him down. Yeah. Then he has to protect her and himself. Yeah. Yeah. He might as well just wait till like, I don't know. He saves everyone. And he's like, oh, yeah. there's Which some, we know he will. There's some girls in the cells. Yeah. 
So we see a communication room and there's two guards in there. So Lee looks at them and looks in, at his bag and I'm like, oh, bro. He's doing it. <laughs> so he does it. Yeah. He lets the snake in the booth. Yeah. He they fir- freak out. First, he slaps it a little bit so to, to yep. like piss it off. Yep. And then he puts it in the booth. Uh, one guy dramatically throws a chair <laughs> through the window to escape. Mm-hmm. Super relatable. <laughs> so Lee goes in after they both leave. And conveniently, he knows Morse code and sends out right, a message. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's something we all know. An alarm starts going off and guards start rushing in. Mm-hmm. He starts fighting. But they're a non-issue. Remember, stormtroopers. Yeah. And also, they don't have any weapons. They're armed with only right. their fists. Yeah. <laughs> No nunchucks for these poor guys. Yeah. He beats up so many dudes and he goes up to an elevator, presses the button, continues beating up dudes. Manages to take his shirt off in between. Yeah. Lee is not losing steam. No, he's not. He does not look exhausted at all. The elevator comes. A bunch of guys come running out and they're carrying sticks. So he goes the other way. Yeah. So he runs. He's fighting. So my issue. (laughs) Tell me. You have this underground factory where you're doing this illegal shit. Again. Why are your guards not strapped to the teeth? You know, <laughs> when you're when you think that you're the big guy, you're like, you know, I just need I just need the numbers. I don't need them to do anything. Like, I don't if, know. Even if you don't want guns, why sticks? Why not swords? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, why the sharp mace? Kind of stick. Give someone mace. <laughs> no one's tough when they're pepper sprayed in the face. That's true. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. I'm not a bad guy, so I can't relate, you know? <laughs> I have no idea what he's thinking. Yeah. But no, you got the one guy with the fan from earlier in the movie, a bunch of guys with nunchucks, and a bunch of guys with nothing, and uh, others with sticks. It's just, okay, whatever. All right, Han. (laughs) But either way, he manages to get some nunchucks off of somebody. Yeah. So now he gives a a really cool demonstration on how to use them. Yeah, which only Bruce Lee and baby Bruce Lee, you know, the the YouTube Yes, the little baby one. Oh my God, he's so cute. So cute. They're the only ones who can make nunchucks look cool. Right. Everyone else, if you have nunchucks, just pack those things away. Don't don't bother. <laughs> just smack me in the face. Yeah. I'd rather that. Smack yourself in the face because that's what <laughs> happens when you play with nunchucks. Exactly. <laughs> so then he's running somewhere. He's running into a hallway and then some a bunch of metal doors just snap down. So he's like, all right, cool. So I'm just going to chill in here. So he sits down. Oh, I'm then, trapped. Yeah. Cool. I'm trapped. I'm just going to I'm just going to vibe again. That, yeah. That's my new saying now. <laughs> I'm going to try to adapt, adapt that into my everyday life. Yeah. But so he just sits down and is chill because there's no point in panicking when you know there's nowhere to go. Yeah. So then Han comes up from a like a higher level, I guess, of that area. It has windows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, your battle has been amazing. Your skills are extraordinary. I wanted you to join me, but dot, dot, dot. And then we cut to Braith White and he finally gets the message that Lee sent out. But it's 30 minutes late. Yeah. And he's like, oh, my God, I got to make a phone call. He immediately freaks out. Call some guy, tells him to get their colonel, and then they argue briefly. It's so silly. Right. Yeah. And he's like, this is an emergency. I don't care if he's asleep. I don't care who he's with. Get him. Yeah. Now. <laughs> Do <Stop>. it now. <laughs> now it's the next morning. Yes. Roper walks out into, uh, or he's in a yellow uniform, but he walks into the, the fighting area that they've been in. Yeah. And his uniform now has the Hans crest on it. So he's like one of the guys now. Ooh cool guy yeah yeah 
uh, Han asked Roper to participate in this morning's edification, which I have never heard that word before. Yeah, I didn't know what that meant. I was hoping you would. It's a noun. It's the instruction or improvement of a person morally or intellectually. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, we learn on this show. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that we were on the same page. Oh, I love so I it. I had to look it up. Yeah, great. So uh, he participates in the morning's edification. Mm-hmm. And Roper asks Han... Uh, what is gonna like what's gonna happen since Lee's out there and or hmm. so Roper asks Han what's what are you gonna do to Lee and then Han is like not me you so he's like pitting them against each other even though they're buddies now I think yeah and Roper's like nah bro so (laughs) (laughs) not me nah so Han makes the that big dude Bolo Bolo step out onto the fighting area so now Roper and Bolo fight instead What's interesting about Bolo is he does martial arts with a sprinkling of wrestling moves. Oh, does he? <laughs> well, because he's that big. Yeah, he's huge. He's a huge dude. I guess he's not like nimble enough right. to stick with only martial arts. Yeah. <laughs> so while everyone's distracted, Mei Ling slips away. Mm-hmm. So during Roper's fight, we cut to Mei Ling letting the prisoners out. Yes. Then we cut back to Roper. He ends up beating the big dude. Mm-hmm. Han gets really pissed, so he swaps he swaps languages and starts sending in other guys to fight Roper and Lee. Yes. So, like, the guys that usually surround the tournament and watch, they start jumping in. The ones who probably should have been the guards? Probably. <laughs> they probably had more skills. Yeah. So, more and more dudes flood in, and the fight gets really intense. Then prisoners come out and start fighting. So, everyone... It's conven- like a mob scene. Yeah. Everyone conveniently knows martial arts. Yep. And dare I say... Everyone was kung fu fighting. Oh, <laughs> imagine if they were karate fighting. Yeah, that, would, that joke wouldn't no, have landed. It wouldn't have. Han has totally lost his cool at this point, mm-hmm. and he goes to a box and changes his hand for a claw. Yeah, because that's a thing. Yeah, he just swaps him out. Why I not? was like, bro, that's a bear claw, man. <laughs> it was weird looking. It, it was like, crazy. Yeah, it looked like a back scratcher. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like a plank of wood, like hand sized, and then it has like three really long nails sticking out of one of the sides. So it's like not fingers. But it's like, but it's like curved in. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard trying to explain things verbally when you just want to explain them visually. I know, because it's way easier to just bend your fingers yeah. and be like, all right, so like make a claw with your hand. One day we'll start making the visual component to this podcast. But <laughs> that's day. not a today thing. No, another day. Yeah. So then we get a Lee versus Han moment. Yeah. Lee still hasn't lost any steam. He hasn't. And I'm really inspired by all of these dramatic zoom-ins. Yeah. Because they always go from like 25 yards away straight into Lee's face. Yeah. And he's always making a great he's, face. Oh my God. So hard, man. I love his expression. so cool. Yeah. He's so cool. So then Han gets Lee with the claw and then Lee manages to pull the claw out of him. Like he gets it stuck in a wood and then he pulls his hand out. So now he's like lost his weapon. (laughs) So he gets sidetracked with another guard and Han runs away. So Lee follows. Yeah. Han runs into his museum and puts on his Wolverine claw that we saw earlier that we didn't mention. And then Lee comes in and says, you have offended my family and you have offended a Shaolin temple. And I feel like that was the most understated thing Lee has ever said. Oh, for sure. You've offended my family. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> okay. I'm taking everything you do personally. Yeah. It's really funny. You you said Wolverine Claw and I wrote Slicey Hand. Oh. <laughs> I mean. I was like, he grabs a Slicey Hand. We're not wrong. <laughs> it's like the same yeah. thing. <laughs> so so they, now we get another cool POV shot of the yes. fight. And then you go because I cut you off. 
Oh, so they fight and they both slow-mo jump in the air mm-hmm. and Lee gets cut and then they do it again. Do you think it's like in the Matrix or did the Matrix get it from this? Matrix totally copied this movie. <laughs> Are you kidding? Bruce Lee would never copy anybody. You're right. What am I saying? Yeah. And he does all his own stunts. Yeah. <laughs> then they slow-mo jump again and he kicks Han in the face. Yeah. He does a lot of face hits. Yeah. And <laughs> what was funny with is with the distance they were from each other and when they jumped, he managed to extend his leg out fully. <laughs> and I'm like, I felt like that shouldn't have been possible. He's fast. <laughs> so quick. You saw how fast he punched somebody, right? Yeah, I had to rewind three <laughs> times. <laughs> their fight gets really intense. It does. I really liked their fight scene. Yeah, so then Han, at some point, he picks up a spear. And you mean to tell me that he had two metal hands, right? <laughs> And then now he has this long-ass weapon, and he still can't hit Lee? No, no, too fast. (laughs) Lee beats him up some more, and at one point, Han gets up and his back is to the camera. Lee kicks him in the head so hard, he flies out of frame in the most ridiculous way. Oh, yeah? Just spins. I had to to rewind it twice just to make sure I saw it right. Oh, really? Because I started laughing because he kicks him in the face, and he, like, spins. Just, I love a spin move. It was it just Maybe that's why I didn't process that. It was so ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, that did not just happen. <laughs> I'll go watch that part back. You have to. Just that part. Han gets up. Lee grabs him in a headlock, but then kicks him in the head, which I felt like was a very unnecessary way to hit someone. You know, he he offended his family. Yeah. So anything I, is possible. I just felt like there was an easier way. Mm. you know to get there you're a he- he's already in a headlock punch him in the side right. in the ribs or something I don't know. your legs are stronger than your arms yeah but just, i don't know he kicked him in the face was it he just wanted to show off how amazingly flexible he was yeah i'll take it <laughs> i just want to show off every move in my book <laughs> so eventually they're fighting they still have the spear and the spear gets stuck in the wall which happens to be a secret door that spins into a very mirrored room weird so han sneaks into the secret door lee follows him and spins the spear and the door thingy around yeah and the new room is full of mirrors because why not and it's impressive that they had all these mirrors and don't catch the reflection of the film crew that's what i was saying i was like looking we didn't see it at all yeah i was really impressed remember when we went into that mirror maze and it totally messed us up yeah (laughs) i didn't expect it to It's just mirrors, man. Walked right into a mirror. Oops. <laughs> Whoopsies. <laughs> so now Han is like kind of slithering around. I like saying slithering for the bad slithering. guys. Slithering. And Lee is kind of trying to, you know, find which one of the uh, the reflections is Han. Mm-hmm. They find each other. They hit each other. Han disappears again. This yeah. goes back and forth. And it's like a really cool room. Yeah. I would have hated to install it. Oh, for sure. But it looks very cool. <laughs> Han sneaks up behind Lee, slices him in the back, disappears again. Then we get a sick shot of Lee kicking Han through a bunch of mirrors. Yeah. Because they're, they're, they're angled in a way that it just like looks like um, almost like a comic book like in panels <laughs> that he's just like jumping across. I don't know how to explain it. It was But neat. it just looks very cool. It was really cool. Yeah. It's like it's just like a million Bruce Lee's in one shot. <laughs> and then we do the whole cat and mouse thing again. And then we hear the voiceover of Lee's teacher from early in the movie saying, uh, Remember, the enemy only has images and illusions from which to hide behind. So then Lee starts destroying all the mirrors. Yeah. But there was one part where he l- threw something at a mirror and the mirror didn't break. Oops. I was like, oh, oops. Some mirrors are stronger than others. I guess so. So he starts breaking them. Yeah. Destroy the image. 
Yeah. So what was weird about earlier when he kicked Han was Han got up really quick and then moved. <laughs> and I got really confused for a second and thought there were two dudes for oh. real quick. Mm. And then I just said to myself, no, Soph, there's not two dudes. <laughs> it's only one Han. It, he just got up really quick. Yeah. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> but, you know, he's breaking all these mirrors and it's like, bad luck who? Yeah, there's a lot. Of, that's a lot of years of bad luck. Yeah. <laughs> He could probably fight bad luck. He could punch bad luck in the face. He's fine. Yeah. He's so tough. He's not intimidated by luck. So Lee eventually sees Han and kicks him super hard into the spear from earlier. So sick. Yeah. Right through the chest. Yeah. Oh, man. So cool. Yeah. So then Lee leaves. Now we're back outside. The fight's over. The prisoners have won. See, this is when I realized the prisoner men were probably government men that infiltrated the island. Oh, I did not put that together. I was like, these probably aren't boozers. No. <laughs> no, they had too much technique. They might have been like agents or something. Yeah, that makes sense now. Yeah. Oops, though. Tanya's dead. Yeah. Roper is very sad hurt. about that. Yeah. They but definitely caught feelies for each other because their scenes together. I felt like they caught feelies. They or, did. Or they like, were just really into each other. Just just the thought that like she's part of this whole system and he's still sad about that. But I yeah. get that. Like, um, he, he just he just sees the human. Yeah. She's still an asshole because she's yeah. part of the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. They're all assholes. Han and everyone he was with. Yep. Or everyone who was with him are all assholes. Yeah. <laughs> Lee comes out and finally gives Roper a, a thumbs up. And then the helicopter is the backup finally shows up. Yeah. So, like, a little too late, huh? Well, now they can save everyone. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, sure. But end of movie. Yeah. Yeah. We get a reaction shot of Leah, then it like pans down or pa- it pulls back and then um, like blooms down to the bear claw, which is still stuck in the wood, which was an interesting end shot. I don't know yeah. why they chose to do that, but. And then they wrote the end. The end. <laughs> and the credits were really short, too. Oh, I didn't watch them. They were. They, it was like 35 seconds. Of yeah. Credits. I mean, I watched like two seconds to figure out what the old white guy's oh, name is. Oh, that's right. Is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I what really, do we think? I really liked this movie. I liked it, too. I, I thought, thought the. Oh, go. No, 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 no. Okay. I thought the music was fun. It com- it combined cool, groovy spy music with classic Chinese. I like that, yeah. And now I want to watch more martial arts movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me too. That's what I was like in the middle of it. For some reason, I just like paused it. And I was like, let me see what Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan have available for me on Netflix or Hulu or anything. <laughs> I just want to watch them all. Yeah, I definitely do too. But I thought that the structure wise, it was the beginning of it was so... Here's Lee's story. Now here's Williams. Now here's Roper. Now here's Lee. Now here's Williams. Now here's Roper. And that was starting to annoy me until we got to like 40 minutes in. Yeah. And we were starting to finally get to the island and like stuff was happening. Yeah. I split the movie into two parts. And the, after the banquet happened in the first part, I spent the rest of the first part thinking about food. Nice. <laughs> and I was like, I need a Chinatown trip. Stat. <laughs> So also, who would have known that this movie was about Bruce Lee single-handedly stopping human trafficking? Definitely not me. Right. Like <laughs> I would nobody not have I feel it. like yeah, you hear about a movie, a Bruce Lee movie and you're like, yeah, he's going to kick some ass, but you never think about like the plot. Yeah, he's a hero. Yeah. <laughs> he saved the all of them. He st- he saved all these women. Yeah. Not the ones prior, but like right. the current ones. But you can't you can't harp on the past. He you saved Mei Ling. Exactly. Yeah. She's fine now. Yeah. I hope she yeah, gets Braith White. Yeah, I hope she gets a different job. Yeah, she deserves it. <laughs> yeah, because her boss doesn't care about her. Obviously, Ugh, hate that. He's the worst. So I also wish that I knew kung fu or karate or any martial arts. But did I ever tell you that story about how uh, it was 
maybe like a year ago i was like joke asking my dad like how come you never taught me karate or anything like you never got me lessons and then he was just like you don't have the discipline damn oh but also wouldn't you learn that he would have learned taught me that (laughs) and also yes my (laughs) my teacher would have taught me that you know if i took the classes when i was like five i would have learned discipline yeah so whatever (laughs) i know i wish my parents put me in something when i was younger let's start why not yeah. We're not too. There's no such thing as being too old. There you go. We can learn. Bruce Lee would be happy that we joined. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the end of the movie. Do we have other thoughts? No, I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to watch more. The board doesn't hit back. It does not. Oh, so good. Anyway, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Happy Chinese New Year. Yay. Have some noodles for long life and rice for something. Um, oranges mean something. Fish means something. There's. There's so much food that represents something. Like that's why we have such big banquets. Like something is prosperity, something is wealth, something is money and happiness. And damn so girl, just eat a lot. You don't have to give me a reason to eat more food. Ooh, I'm gonna same. just go in. Yeah. <laughs> listen to us. Tell your friends to listen to us on all of the things that you know that they are that I can't remember. Or redirect them to our Podbean website. There you go. Yeah. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Yay. And then follow us on the social medias at Chowdy Media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And now have a prosperous and happy year of the rat. Bye. Bye.